welcome to the Owners Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Prue Chapman, and I'm here to help you build a better business. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to grow your global empire, this is the place for you. My mission here is to inspire and educate a new wave of business owners. Business owners that value purpose and planet equally with profit and projections so that we can truly use business as a force for good. Here, I'll be sharing real-time, real-world strategies that I've learned from mentoring over 15,000 businesses. We'll be covering everything from entrepreneurial mindset and marketing right through to leadership, finances, growing your team, and everything in between. Most importantly, I'll be helping you build the business that's right for you. To get started, download my free guide to starting and scaling your business at theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Owners Collective podcast. It's Prue here, and today we're talking about the three must-have systems that you need to scale. Now, just as a recap, I like to think about businesses in two key phases, so the startup phase and then the scale-up phase. So the startup phase is usually your first 12 to 18 months of business where you're really figuring things out, you're throwing spaghetti at the walls, you're trialing different products and services, you're trialing different ideal clients, and just how it kind of all fits together. You're seeing what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And you never want to skip this step. It is absolutely your apprenticeship in your own business. Then, however, when you get to about that 12 to 18 month mark, you're going to skip into the scale-up phase. Now, this is where you're getting more clients, you're getting return clients. There's generally a lot more to do at this stage. And so I kind of refer to it as scale-up or die. And I know that sounds very, very dramatic, but really what it means is there's so much more expectation on you and there's significantly more work. So if you don't use this opportunity around the 12 to 18 month mark, then you're going to find yourself in burnout really quickly if you don't start changing something that you're doing. So you might be thinking about bringing a team on to help or leveraging yourself into online products or online programs. Essentially at this scale up phase, you're looking to stop trading your own time for money. Okay, so if you are somewhere in between those two, then today's episode is going to be really helpful for you, not only helping you to organize your business and your head, uh, but also to put you in a position where you can start to scale. Alrighty, so with all that in mind, that was kind of a long intro, let's dive in. Here are my three must-have systems to scale. Straight off the bat, the biggest, the most important, the one I love the most is a CRM, an email marketing system. Now, this is your starting point, okay? Now, these used to be two different systems back in the day. So you had to have a CRM system and you had to have a separate email marketing system. However, in this day and age, um, and as of the last few years, really, you can now get these two together, which is an absolute win. Okay, so CRM stands for Client Relationship Management. And basically, It's a piece of technology for managing all of your relationships and your interactions with your customers and your potential customers in one place. Okay, so you can kind of think about it as the place where all of your contacts live, your contacts being anyone that you um, work with in business or, like I said, your clients and your potential clients as well. Now, you don't need to keep all of these in a spreadsheet or in your head 
or in your inbox or your email system, okay? And that's where a lot of people do try and keep all their contacts. They think, oh, it's fine, I've got them on email, but really it's not sophisticated enough for when you want to scale. Now, this is really an important system for when you want to scale because this is where you start having conversations with more than one person at once. Okay, so, you know, you can send out email blasts, you can um, start triggering things off. It's basically, uh, it gets you out of that one-on-one mentality and that one-on-one email game, and you can start to talk to more than one people at once. Now, with CRMs, I actually, I love CRMs so much. And because the reason that I love them is that they are so powerful in growing businesses. And I'm going to say here, actually, not just that they're powerful in growing businesses, but they are essential in growing businesses. Like, I don't think you can actually grow your business without one. So I think that it's so important that I actually did a whole episode on CRMs with tech legend Kaya Walling. It is episode 12 of the Owners Collective podcast. So if this is all brand new to you, CRMs, then make sure you head back and have a little listen to that episode as well, because Kaya and I take a really deep dive into what is a CRM what is the power of it, how you need to set it up, and also her recommendations as well. So that's episode 12 if you need to go back. So that's what a CRM is. It's all of your contacts living in one place. So you just need to go to one place to find them all, to speak to them, and it also tracks them through their journey. Are they a potential client? Are they already a client? Are they family and friends? Are they a supplier? You can identify them with tags all living inside your CRM. So you can see it's just a much more organized way um, to set up your business, to organize your business, and then to start to scale having conversations with more people at once, depending on where they are in that sales funnel of yours. Okay, so the second part to this system that I mentioned, I'm going to give you some examples in a minute. The second part to it is email marketing. Now, you guys know that I am a big, big fan of email marketing, largely because I built my business off the back of it, but not just that. The main reason that I love email marketing is that it is real estate that you own. Okay, so just hear that again. It's real estate that you own. It's not going anywhere. Once people have happily signed up to your email marketing list and you're having conversations with them, um, that's it's really independent of algorithms. So when you think about your social media channels, you don't own any of those followers. You don't own your profile. You don't own anything on social media. Basically, someone can flick a switch, turn it off, and all of that could go away overnight because someone else owns it. Secondly, is that social media, as we all know, is held absolutely hostage to algorithms, meaning your ability to talk to your followers can literally halve overnight without you doing anything wrong. It can disappear from in front of your eyes. However, your email list is largely unaffected by algorithms, okay? So you have much more control about the communications that you're putting out, all right? How many people read, like the quality of the communications, what they look and feel like, who they go out to, how often they go out. It's just a much more, it puts you in the driver's seat much, much more, okay? Now, another thing that I love about email marketing is that it is just more impactful. So If you think about it for a minute, when you're scrolling on social media, it's a relatively mindless kind of game, okay? Like, you know, you might pause here and there, but even if you pause for the people that you really love and admire, you might pause for a few seconds, maybe a minute tops, but that's going to be it. However, when someone pops into your inbox and you've already signed up to hear from them because you know, like, and trust them, 
you're paying attention to what they have to say. Okay, so I just think it's a much more impactful kind of medium. Um, And finally, it kind of gives you the ability to drum up sales and business anytime you want to do that. So if you're launching a new product, if you're launching a new service, if you've got a big announcement, you can make those blasts really impactful out to uh, your clients and your potential clients through email marketing. Now, little caveat here is that it does take time to build an email list. So the sooner you can get started on this, the better. All right. Also, you want to regularly clean your email list. And what that means is deleting any unsubscribes, even people that haven't opened your email for three to six months, get them off your list. Now, for me personally in Owners Collective, I do this regularly. And what it ensures is that our email rate stays at about, our open rate stays at about 30 to 40%. Now that is much, much higher than the industry average, which is about 19%. However, in full transparency, for a long time there, for a few years, I was really, um, really dedicated to growing our email list, but I wasn't maintaining the cleanliness of that email list. So we ended up with, you know, 25,000 people on our email list, but it wasn't a healthy list. I didn't get a lot of feedback from it um, and it just felt big and cumbersome. So I literally went through one day and I more than halved that email list. You know, anyone that hadn't opened our emails for six months. I thought, why are you here? Let's like move on from here. And once I did that, the whole email list, it felt lighter. It felt better. And it skyrocketed our open rate. Many more conversations were had. So I can't stress enough the importance of cleaning your email list regularly. And I did do some episodes in that, which I'll mention in just a minute. All right. Now, Essentially, your email marketing connected to your CRM is what is going to allow you to have those multiple conversations with multiple people and at multiple times. Now, that might sound a little bit confusing. However, you can set up automations. So literally, you write those email once and then those emails are triggered and sent depending on what action the person takes. So similarly, if you want to do an email blast out to your whole list, you can do that at any point in time. So you might write one email for when someone first signs on to your newsletter and it might be welcoming them and telling them a little bit about yourself. And then they kind of, you might do a bit of an onboarding sequence with them. So deliver some great value to them. And then they might slot into your regular monthly or fortnightly newsletter list. All right. So you can see this, you're writing this email once, depending on what action they've taken and where they're up to in your sales funnel. And then as your email list grows, your work doesn't actually grow because it is the same amount of effort and work to write one email for one person as it is to write one email for 10,000 people. All right. Much more powerful, much more revenue associated with that, of course. All right. So I'm going to wrap us up there for a minute on CRM and email marketing. But if you do want to um, dive into your email marketing, which I would highly recommend even more, I did not one but two episodes in season one all about email marketing, um, the what, the why, and the how. And they are episodes six and seven of the Owners Collective podcast. So if you want to know more about email marketing, including you know how to clean your list, how to increase your open rate, the importance of email marketing, then head back and listen to those episodes. Okay, so that is it for the number one system you need to scale is a CRM that includes email marketing. Now, I've got a couple of recommendations for you. 
First up, though, I'm going to put a little kind of um, caveat in here. And that is that I'm a little bit in love with Squarespace at the moment. Um, For my kind of side hustle, One Wild Ride, uh, we've built the website on Squarespace and I'm really loving their email marketing over there. So if you're new to business and you're just starting out and you're on Squarespace, then I'd say stick with the email marketing tools that are in there because they're really easy to use and they don't have a real high level of sophistication. But if you're just starting out, then they probably don't need that either. Okay. But once you are ready to scale, which is what this podcast is all about, then for service providers, so if your business is a service, I would recommend active campaigns. So this gives you your email marketing, marketing automations, and CRM tools all in one place to create a really great customer experience. Okay. So active campaign, um, they're kind of newer in the last few years on the scene, but what they have done is they have just taken the best of everything, put it in one place. They have incredible customer service. They have, um, they have customer service centers here in Australia as well, uh, as well as around the world. And I just love that, you know, they're really focusing in on the local market and they're servicing their clients well. So absolutely tick, tick, tick. And they offer a great product there in active campaign. Now, if you are a product-based business, Clavio is the talk of the town right now. So again, this is a CRM and email marketing solution, but it's built specifically for e-commerce businesses. Okay. So you can integrate multiple platforms in there. You can segment your audiences and you can do a lot of performance reporting. And there are so many automations that you can set up. So within our high-end hustlers program, there is a lot of our members who, I would say actually most of our members who have e-commerce businesses are using Clavio and getting wonderful, wonderful results. Now, the automations are the big winner here and you might need a hand setting it up and there are Clavio specialists that will help you set it up and I would highly recommend that. Um, if they can set things up for you and then you can concentrate on, you know, getting the juice into those, into that email marketing or crafting a really great customer experience and not getting too caught up in the tech side of things. So if you are e-com, definitely head to Clavio uh, and look for a specialist to help you set that up. Okay. Second essential system for scale, second two out of three here. Oh, I've got a sweet spot for this one as well. And that is a great accounting system. Okay. So a little bit of honesty here, guys. And that is that when I first started working for myself, I did all of my accounting on spreadsheets and it worked fine. I mean, kind of, it worked pretty much fine for the first, you know, year or two. The money coming in and the money going out, it was pretty simple. And so the spreadsheet kind of did what it needed to do for a little while. But as you grow and your business grows and the number of expenses you have grows and the subscriptions that you have grow, you need a way to manage this way more effectively than a spreadsheet. Because what I can promise you is if you're still running things on spreadsheets, you're just going to miss a whole bunch of expenses and that's going to cost you money in the long term. Like there is no two ways about that. So a great online accounting system is what you need. And ideally you want one that connects to your bank account. Okay. So an online accounting system that connects to your bank account, and this should be your business bank account, so that when you make any purchase related to your business, it automatically feeds that into your accounting system. It's genius. That means you are never going to miss another business expense again, not a single coffee, nothing. You won't miss a single expense, and that is going to save you a ton of money in the long run. Okay. So, To add to this, I mean, I think firstly, as a business owner, you know, you're looking at, okay, money coming in, money going out. I want to make sure all the money going out is accounted for. But also, 
When you have an online accounting system, you have up-to-date information on exactly where money is moving in your business at any point in time, okay? What you're bringing in, what's going out, what's owed to you. Um, And this makes running your business so much easier. I mean, just having full transparency and a full look at your numbers, knowing where it all is, uh, and also for your kind of tax and reporting requirements, whether that's BAS or your end of financial year, a lot easier if you've been running with an online accounting system all year. Honestly, the accounting systems that are out there at the moment, they are just magic uh, and they make, they truly make running a business um, a whole lot more beautiful. So you don't need to shy away from your numbers anymore because a whole bunch of it is going to be automated. All right. So my big recommendation here, I love it. It is zero. Um, They set out to make, I think it was, what was it, to make accounting beautiful and they've since updated it to make business beautiful and they have. The user interface is wonderful. The automations are fantastic. You and your accountant can be in there at the same time and it doesn't muck anything up. You can see exactly like in on, on the home screen, who owes you how much money? How much money do you owe? Um, you know, how much money did your business make this month? How much did your business spend this month? So having that kind of up-to-date information that you can check in on every week is a total game changer. Okay. Third and final system for today, the essential systems you need to scale, is a project management system. Okay, so once your business starts to grow and you might be bringing on team, whether that's an internal team or an external outsource team, it is going to be impossible to keep all of the information in your own head. Okay, now if you're listening to this episode, that might already be happening to you right now that your head is about to explode. So you need to get all of this out of your head and ordered in one place, okay? So that all the activities and the how-tos of your business, they actually live somewhere. Now, this is what a project management system does. It helps you manage all the projects in your business. So you could set up a project for a specific thing happening in your business. So for example, um, with our project management system, one that comes to mind straight away is for my other podcast, One Wild Ride. We've got that set up as a project. And I work on One Wild Ride collaboratively uh, with my partner, Fernando, and also my co-pilot within One Wild Ride, who is Alex. And we all do different parts of the podcast. So, you know, I I do the research, I do the interview, but really then I hand it over to Alex and Fernando. And Fernando does all of the kind of technical production side of things. And Alex kind of brings it to life. So it does our website, you know, it gets the, the page up. She does pull, does our pull quotes, does our socials. Um, and she gets all of that up and running. So as you can see, I, ne- I then need to approve all these things. I need to listen back, make any changes that I want to change um, and then make them, I make everything live at the end. So you can see that this project goes back and forward between the three of us a few different times. Now, here's the thing. I set this up in Asana and every single step is listed. Also, who is responsible for every step, what the deadline for each step is, and also I color-coded the progress that people have made on it. So red means not started, orange is in progress, and green is complete because I love color coding, especially with any kind of organizational thing. There you go. Um, So what this means is that 
me and Fernando and Alex, we never have to email each other about One Wild Ride. All we do is we go in, we jump into the project management system, we can see where everything is up to and we can see if, you know, if there's something that we're responsible for that needs to get done. We can jump into the notes there uh, and we just don't need to email. So we don't lose anything on email. We don't get bogged down in our emails. We just communicate on the project in that specific place. So this is one small example. It's one part of my business that I run, but you can have these projects set up for everything. Um, and you can just see once you start bringing on team to have those projects set up is going to be an absolute game changer because otherwise people are going to be asking you questions every five seconds about how to do things, when to do things, where to do things. So managing your projects properly is going to really help you manage a team. Now, the sooner you can get onto this and the sooner you can get yourself used to managing projects like this, as opposed to in your own head, the better. And I like, I have to put up my hand here. I keep a lot of things inside my own mind so much so that my team are like, whoa, where are we this week? Like what happened? What happened over the weekend? Um, but so I can definitely put up my hand and say guilty as for not getting things into my project management system. But when I do, everything runs more smoothly. It's a dream for everyone, including myself. And what that is, is that's just a habit of using the project management system as opposed to relying on my brain to remember every single detail about what's going on in the business. Okay, so the recommendations that I have for the project management system, my biggest one, biggest and best right now is Asana. So my team is set up on Asana and I love Asana because it has quite a lot of functionality. Um, you know, you can do a list view, you can do a board view, you can do timelines, you can add notes, you can have certain collaborators on different projects. So the usability of it is really great. It has a wonderful app. So if you're out and about and you think about something, you need to add something into a project, you can do that really easily. Uh, Monday.com is similar. Uh, we used to use Monday.com in my business and I think it was Asana introduced timelines. And because I'm so visual, I switched over. I think Monday.com now has timelines as well. So the two are very neck and neck. I just, there's something visually I prefer about Asana, but they're very close to one another. Now, if you're running a simpler business, um, maybe you don't have as much, many team on board, maybe there's just a few of you, Trello is also a really good option. So that's Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Um, and a few of my collaborators use Trello. It's also really upping its game with functionality, introducing calendars and things. So, uh, and it's free. I think it probably does have a paid version, but you can jump on there for free, whereas Asana, I'm not sure if there is a free version, but Asana definitely does cost once you start bringing on teams. So there's two recommendations for you. If you're kind of, you know, at a, at a more basic stage, Trello will be great. And if you're after something more sophisticated because you know you really are scaling at this point in time, then Asana 100% of the way. Alrighty, there you have it, guys. My three must-have systems to scale. So as I said, the first one was the CRM, an email marketing system. The second one being an online accounting system. And the third one being the project management system. So if you are ready to scale, these are the three things that you need to uh, keep your eyes out for. You need to get them in place. And I've given you some really solid recommendations there. Of course, 
I could have gone to town on the recommendations, but I don't think any of us need more choice. I've tried and tested a whole bunch of these and I'm just telling you what the, the best one or two are and I think you can choose from there. Make everything way simpler. All right, guys, so look, if you are ready to grow your business, be sure to download my Start and Scale Your Business. Now, this, if you haven't got it already, it is jam-packed with everything from nailing your sweet spot to pricing, key numbers that you need to know in your business, team building, marketing, so much more. It's totally free. It's 25 pages jam-packed with incredible info info on growing your own gig. So head over and grab it now at theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale. Okay. So that's theownerscollective.com forward slash start and scale. Guys, you're going to love it. Alrighty, team. Thank you for joining me today. And I will see you back here, same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. I'm also dropping some juicy business building tips on Instagram. So head over to at Owners Collective to join in the fun. And finally, folks, if you're hungry for a deep dive into the entrepreneurial story behind some of the best businesses around, be sure to listen to my other podcast, One Wild Ride, where we talk all things good business, positive impact, and epic adventures with the most inspiring entrepreneurs around.